Good morning, team. Good morning to all of you on a terrific Tuesday, 7th of September. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, gang. Good to see the regulars jumping on. Do the quick intros as we do. Um, Welcome back to uh, those who already know uh, what the show is all about, Uh, like Alison and Margaret and Nicole and James and Seneth and Chris, Laura, Aaron, Nicole, Nick, there you are. Welcome back, team. Great to see all of you guys uh, popping along. Uh, If you're new, if you've just joined the mentoring and the coaching program and uh, this might be the first time this is popping up, give us a shout-out in the chat. Say good day. Say hello. Tell us where you're from. Tell us where you're dialing in from. Uh, Stephanie and Simon, good morning to you guys. Great to see you jumping on. There's Bob. Sean, fantastic. So listen, team, uh, today I wanted to talk to you guys about something we've probably chatted about before, but um, it's important to sort of, you know, kind of circle around and revisit our foundational pieces in our real estate strategy, our, um, our thoughts, you know, if we set out, we, we set some parameters around how we're going to invest. Are they working? Do they work? Will they make sure that, you know, we get the result that we want? Um, Today, we're going to have a look at the five city strategy. And this is something that um, Sam, particularly, and myself have refined over the years to really sort of dial in the best opportunity for us as property investors to get some uh, some wealth and some exposure and entry into the market, minimise some of our risk, maximise some of our opportunity because the idea is, team, gang, that uh, not only now we want to take advantage of what's going on in the market uh, but also into the future, there's a few things to consider. So let's have a bit of a chat. Let's have a bit of a yarn about what that might look like. The five-city strategy, the diversification process, of us as property investors and what we're up to and uh, where we're going. So one of the challenges right now, and uh, I'm going to draw, oh, hang on, that's not very good. That's a bit bit too much. Let me see here. Um, I'm going to draw myself a, a terrible Australia. It like, looks like a bad tooth, doesn't it, really? Um, I probably should practice this one a bit more, but but there you go. There's Australia. Well, it's kind of Australia anyway. <laughs> uh, good morning, Andy. Good to see you, mate. Joel, hey, there you are. Good to see you. Stephanie, all the way from Tamworth. Good to see you. Fantastic. Thanks for dialing in. Fabulous to see you. So what do you think, folks? Good, good picture of Australia right now, but uh, tell me. You know, when we're looking at, you know, my very rudimentary, you know, year two drawing here, um, when we look at Australia, it's a big place. And as property investors, we're like, well, where do we invest? How do we structure? How do we get hold of this thing? And um, where and when do we take action? Which place, which location, et cetera? Where are we going to invest? And the idea, um, we need to... uh, refine or rationalize in our mind is how do we deploy, how do we spread 
our um, our resources across different marketplaces as we look at this wonderful map of Australia. So if we are right now, if we're having a bit of a chat right now, gang, and, and we're sort of chatting away and say, right, what do you think, team? Um, which marketplace is like booming right now? Which marketplace is going off? Um, what do you guys think? Tell me from a state point of view, not down to a town just yet, but a state point of view, <coughs> um, give us a shout-out in the chat, you know, which state would be the the state of consideration right now? If you were starting out or if it was your second investment and you're just getting yourself going, what place, um, what state would we look at? And Nicole says Queensland. Um, you know, someone's talking about the live-work-play triangle, which is fantastic. Sam talks about that all the time. Uh, and Nicole I reckon you're on it. Uh, a lot of people, and there we go, a bunch are jumping in there right now, and we're like, yes, absolutely. Queensland right now um, uh, is given a bit of a run. Now, that that's a market that uh, people are paying attention to, and for the most part, yep, absolutely, we're getting a bit of momentum, a bit of run. It's a winner. Um, away we go. Um, Andy's saying uh, Adelaide 12 months ago. It's always like... There's a, there's a joke that goes around Andy. Um, you know, hey, when's a good time to buy real estate? And um, the joke is about five years ago. But uh, anywhere from today onwards is probably fine, <laughs> you know, as we roll. So, you know, there's a few, there's a few different um, conversations going on here. You know, Gold Coast, Victoria, Adelaide, etc. cetera. Um, but for the point of the demonstration this morning, the idea is, the marketplace, everyone's talking about Queensland, right? Everyone's talking about Queensland, you know, and um, it's got momentum, it's got pricing, it's got rental yields. There's a lot going for it. Let's let's face it. There's a lot going for Queensland, which is fabulous. I like it. And let's say, all right, okay, team, we're going to invest in Queensland. Um, <clears throat> and as we sit here and think, all right, well, that's great. Queensland's going well. You might be, uh, you might be, um, you might be encouraged. You might get excited about <clears throat> investing in Queensland. <clears throat> and let's say right now you've got the ability <clears throat> to buy three properties. So you can buy three properties right now. You, you've, you've seen your coach. You've got a strategy. Uh, you know, you went to the finance expert and the finance expert laid out a really nice plan. You've got buying power, um, the, the ability to buy three good properties, make sure the rental yields four and a half, five percent minimum. Um, and, uh, you know, you can probably divide, you know, 1.5, 1.8 million dollars worth of buying power over three properties to make a, you know, five, fifty, six hundred thousand dollar purchase. <clears throat> and let's just say that's a scenario because that's a scenario we see fairly often here uh, in our coaching uh, world, in my coaching world, in my team's coaching world. All right, you've got the ability to buy three properties across your buying power and your situation. Right now, team, would you, uh, a very uneducated uh, investor, might be very uh, keen or committed in buying three properties in Queensland. What do you guys think about this? What do you think about a scenario where we go, no, no problem. We should buy three in Queensland and just go for it. Um, now, the challenge for me with that seems to be um, not when the good times are here, but when the not-so-good times are here. 
So for me, team, I wouldn't be doing that. That's not a solid strategy when it comes to you and your diversification of wealth, right? A few things that we got to consider um, when we're looking at this. And it's never a absolutely no, but nine times out of ten, um, you know, James and Melinda, no, nah, it's it, there's not enough diversity. Um, you know, Alison's saying let's let's buy in different states, and I 100% agree with that conversation because we need to have a think about a few things, all right? And uh, this is how we approach some of these rationalizations when we're talking um, – with investors. Number one, where is your um, own home? Okay, your PPR. Okay, now that's uh, quite a lot of wealth as well. Your home usually is the foundation piece, the, the foundation stone of launching because you use equity. Where is your home? Number two, where is your job, business, or career located when it comes to it's um, it's earning potential, okay? Um, and then number three, where are your investment properties? Now, you got to think about it in those terms, team, because imagine this. Imagine you had your home in Queensland, you've got your business job in Queensland, and then you wanted to buy three investment properties in Queensland, and it would be even worse. Let's say a few people asked about the Gold Coast. Um, uh, Julie's saying, hey, you should buy on the Gold Coast. Gold Coast is doing quite well at the moment. But imagine this. Imagine you lived here and you had your home here, you had your income here, and then you bought your investment properties here. Extreme, extreme economic um, uh, focus in one small, quite uh, weak economy, really. Uh, Gold Coast is a weak economic city. So, team, this is the idea. There's a few people saying it in there the idea that we need to diversify, all right? Diversify. And as we go, you know, what I would look at um, in this scenario, depending on where the person lived, I would probably, depending on how many properties they had, but maximum two investments there, and I would probably go, you know, one in Vic or maybe even one in Adelaide, if you like the idea of it, depending on your budget. I would prefer Victoria. It, right now, I think it's super underpriced in certain places. Houses have uh, bolted a little bit, but apartments and townhouses are very well priced. Um, you know, um, maybe uh, a Newcastle, you know, etc. Now, that's not um, market recommendations. I'm just talking about the diversification of the locations uh, as we go. And um, we think about that as we build our property portfolio. Okay, gang, don't be overexposed with your real estate in one place, all right, uh, or your wealth in one place. It's not about only your investment properties, team. It's about your home. It's about your job. It's about your business. It's about your career. You know, don't get overexposed, okay? And the other thing, and this is the thing uh, I wanted to mention today, you know, don't don't see – you know, don't get um, all caught up with, you know, Queensland's booming or Victoria's booming or Adelaide's booming or whatever. Like, don't get caught up in that rhetoric and you dive on in because let's say you let's say the timing's not great. Let's say let's say uh, next week uh, 
some crazy politician announces in Queensland that, uh, I don't know, um, there's going to be no, you know, there's, we're going to double or triple the rates for every property owner in Queensland because we need to get back all the money we spent in corona, all right? Let's just say that happens, and that's not, and that's not too, too far of a stretch to actually um, um, see it happening, to be honest. But let's say something mad happens like that, and then Queensland comes to a dead stop. Like, actually, you know what? I don't know if anyone remembers this one. Anyone remember when uh, New South Wales decided that it was going to have an exit, an exit tax? Um, and not only were you paying stamp duty capital gains tax. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jinx it, Alison. Yeah, keep it quiet, Jason. All right. Okay, this is just an example. Yeah, New South Wales said, like some crazy politicians in New South Wales said, "Oh, we're going to have an exit tax, an exit tax." Um, just after the GFC, uh, on top of capital gains tax, yeah, on top of capital gains tax. I know what they were thinking. That market, the New South Wales market, just plummeted. It shat itself, all right? Anyway, my point is don't be exposed in one area. There's lots you don't control. You don't control politicians. You don't control, um, you know, local government, uh, weirdnesses, all that sort of stuff, yeah, as you go. And... Um, uh, whoever that was, you probably in one of the groups. Boom, you nailed it. Land tax, team land tax. Now, we pay land tax on the value of our underlying piece of land, our rateable value of land. And maybe you did buy three properties in Queensland and for the moment, there's no land tax payable. For the moment, there's no land tax payable. But in 10 years' time or 15 years' time, when those land values go up, do the calculation on the land tax then, team. All right, have a look at what that's going to be. Okay, so there's plenty of ideas, there's plenty of good conversation, very rational conversation, very smart conversation to be had to diversify your property portfolio for all sorts of good reasons. Um, don't get overexposed economically. Uh, a little bit of diversification across different states and different political risks, different economic risks, uh, costs, land tax, um, etc. The other way to diversify, team, the other way to diversify in uh, in areas is to diversify in um, property type. Now, I'm not talking commercial, industrial, um, retail. I, I, I don't believe at all that the, 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 um, the majority of property investors who want a simple buy and hold property investment portfolio should own commercial real estate. I I, I Firmly think that's a no-no. Um, the the risks are way too high, and I've I've, I've said that a bunch of times. Uh, but the diversification in apartments, townhouses, and houses. Okay, so I you know I've got a an apartment right near the city. You know it's worth a lot of money, but its land value is actually quite low, um, and so my value can rise, but my land tax portion in my apartment is bugger all. And people go, oh, you know, land goes up in value. Well, no, locations go up in value. Gang, let me tell you about that. And those locations rise significantly in rent. But that's not what this is This is about today. Diversify. All right, we got it. I think, Jason, move on. Diversify is the thing that we need to understand that's important. Now, um, I've had this before. One of the problems with diversifying is you'll get someone 
who understands the concept diversifies into, let's say, Melbourne. Let's say diversifies into Perth. Nicole, Perth is um, a pretty solid town. It's going fairly well at the moment. Uh, Let's say you diversify into Perth. And then Perth just goes sideways or regular for a little while. Um, And then, then there's this, you know, then there's this bloody mental battle we have with ourselves. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have listened to Jason. I should have bought three in Queensland. That would have been best. And it would have been. It's easy to look in retrospect. But what happened if Queensland crapped itself? Team gang, you've got to put your strategy higher, your long-term strategy higher than your short-term um, your short-term tactics, okay? Uh, if you want a long-term Solid, safe, reliable investment spread when it comes to your portfolio. Anyway, you guys get the get the picture. Um, hopefully, that's making sense. But check out this. All right, let's check this out. The five cities plan. Uh, what we have um, done this. So we had this plan a long time ago, and it's not like we made it up. It's it's something that made sense to um, myself and Sam. We believe that you should be um, diversified across three states, ultimately. Um, That is a good diversification. But just imagine this, five cities plan. You bought one in Sydney. You bought one in Melbourne. You bought one in Perth. You bought one in Brisbane. You bought one in Adelaide in 2019. Team, this was two years ago. We've been talking about the five cities plan for over a decade, um, but check it out. The exposure, we've talked about these numbers before, the buy well, never sell, get five, keep them, buy really good properties. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Imagine you were able to deploy in 2019 in this way. What would be the outcome today? That's the average property price there across those marketplaces. Let's go and have a look at this. If you guys have a look here, median house price in all of those locations has gone up on average, you know, over $100,000. Pretty tidy. Just have a look at Sydney, up over four hundred. Melbourne, and make it, make it everyone sick there. <laughs> I would do it like this. All right, hopefully you can see that, you know, uh, 500 for uh, Sydney, you know, Melbourne's up 200. Uh, Brisbane, Brisbane's up almost almost 200. Uh, Adelaide, you know, Adelaide up almost 200. Oh, it's over two, uh, yeah, 200, over 200 or nearly 200. Perth, Perth's the only one that's not up. Average house price, uh, much, but it's up $20,000. How about that, team? How about that? All right. What do you guys think about that when it comes to the exposure of the five cities plan? So imagine, imagine you were in the mining boom and you you bought you, you bought a truckload in Perth, um, but you didn't have any other exposure in the, any other east eastern states or the cities. <clears throat> so that's the idea, team. When it comes to you know, let's have a look at what we might uh, we might do with our portfolio um, and. Um, you know, the idea that, yes, 
markets are booming. Yes, if you can take uh, advantage of those markets at the right time, perfect. But sometimes that's not um, that's not the point. If you're building a long-term solid buy and hold portfolio, as you go. So anyway, hopefully that makes sense, gang. Um, and uh, uh, it lands. You get your thinking out there as you go. Um, oh, good. Bob. Bob said, "Do we ask? Do we use a buyer's agent, or do you go on a holiday?" Um, mate, like I, I, I'm a big fan, Bob, of visiting the areas you're going to invest in. Absolutely. I think that's important. Um, it's a bit hard at the moment. <laughs> so, you know, a good investment agent uh, is is absolutely critical to what you want to do long term and one that knows uh, a, a bunch of different areas, preferably. And so, you know, my team at Positive have been doing that for over 20 years. You can get specialised local buyers agents, um, which are, Sometimes reasonably good, um, but again, like with all industries, <clears throat> there's great ones and there's not so great ones. So you got to just do a little bit of your research, uh, and also be very specific about what you're trying to get because they they're not everything to everybody. Okay, um, sometimes they specialize in certain things, specialize in a splitter, specialize in a reno, specialize in buying um, you know brand new properties or something like that. Uh, find out what they specialise in as well, Bob. Uh, if you, if you're, uh, if you're doing that stuff. Well, there you go, team. Uh, that's about it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Uh, hopefully, you guys uh, got a little bit out of that today, and um, understand that uh, the five city strategy, the creation of your solid uh, investment uh, strategy and portfolio, needs to be tempered out, not. Good time, Charlie. You know, let's invest everything we've got in Queensland because it's the one that's booming. That would be a mistake as far as I'm concerned. Um, but with your tactics and your strategy and your coach, you create that um, the, the idea of your investment plan and follow it through so you don't get caught up in the good time, Charlie activity. Um, and you create an actual property portfolio that you're happy to own forever. Buy well, never sell. That's what we say around here. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. We're going to go the distance together. All right, team. Well, uh, you guys have an awesome day. Uh, Wealth Coffee Chat done. See you tomorrow around about the same time, 8.05 usually. Um, uh, There you go. All right, team. Bye-bye. You guys have a good one. Take care.